This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi, everyone. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Clean With Me. The podcast where we walk you through cleaning your house. Thanks for joining me in today's episode. We're going to talk about cleaning a bathroom. I'm going to talk you through it. And I'm going to list off some of the deeper cleaning tasks that you may want to do in your bathroom today. It's time to gear up for our cleaning session. Maybe you want to freshen up a little bit, pull your hair back, dress in something comfortable. When you're cleaning a bathroom, sometimes you you could be using bleach products. Of course, it's up to you what you clean with, but it's possible that you might want to put on some old clothes for this one. Usually I say just put on something presentable, but comfortable. But if you're going to be down on the bathroom floor and using bleach or something, obviously be careful what you wear. It just depends on whether the product you're using contains bleach. Sometimes you can accidentally touch a rag to your outfit or something. So, by the way, normally our Wednesday episode is Jessica and me together, recording together. However... She came to visit us for a few days, so instead of recording, she had to make the long drive home. So it's just me today, but I promise she'll be back on the show for the next episode. The next thing you might want to do is get your supplies together and kind of set up for cleaning the bathroom. I think sometimes when we procrastinate on cleaning a bathroom, it's not the cleaning itself, it's it's just getting started that's the challenge. And it's that way with a lot of cleaning tasks. So what you're probably going to want to do is remove any rugs or bath mats. Maybe those need to go to your laundry room or maybe if you've washed them recently, you just want to set them out in the hall. Another thing you're going to want to do is take out the trash. And while you're doing that, maybe look at your bathroom wastebasket as you're taking out the trash, whether you're taking it to a larger trash. Like I typically will dump that small wastebasket into my kitchen trash, which will be taken out later that day. Or you might be going outside with it. But I want you to take a look at it and consider not bringing it back in after you've dumped it because this might be a good day to wash that wastebasket. That's one of the things you're going to be removing. The other thing is removing anything from the floor. Ideally, there won't be anything on your bathroom floor, but if you have kids or just someone who's dropping clothes, towels on the floor, could even be you, then you might have some picking up to do, and that's okay. So maybe there's clothing, towels, or dropped items on your bathroom floor. Let's get that picked up. 
I'll give you a few minutes to do that. And when you're picking up in the bathroom, be sure to get down low in case something is kind of rolled under where your cabinet sticks out. I mean, you might have an extra mascara down there or something. My sister used to joke with me that when she would come to my house, she'd find like four or five mascaras, whether in the couch cushion or my car, just random places. I just don't ever want to be without mascara. So <laughs> I've told you this. If if you're not new to the show, you probably know that I have like three makeup stations. And the funny thing is, I'm not the type of person who you would associate with makeup. Like, I definitely do kind of a natural no makeup look, but mascara is essential for me. So I have my bedroom desk, I have my makeup drawers in the bathroom, and then I have my little kit and my purse for getting ready on the go. So not while driving, but while passenging, so to speak. And yes, I know that passenging is not a word. I feel like there's pressure on me to be perfect just because people know that I write for a living and it involves a lot of editing and then um, I have a cleaning podcast, so <laughs> I'm expected to have perfect grammar at all times in casual situations and also a clean house. But yeah, it's, it's just something I'm putting on myself. Obviously, I'm I'm joking when I say passenging, but yeah, I'm hopefully by now you have picked up your bathroom floor, you have removed the wastebasket, you've removed the bath mats or whatever you keep on your floor, rugs and such. Um, there might be other things to set aside, a plunger or something like that. Um, anyway, get that stuff out of the way. And next, you're going to be clearing off the countertop. Now, if you're the type of person who spreads stuff all over your countertop, or maybe your significant other is, this could take a minute. I definitely suggest having either a basket or a tray so that you don't get hung up on removing things from the countertop and you can quickly get that stuff out of the way. Um, in my bathroom, I have several drawers. So when there are things out on the countertop, there are drawers, cupboards, there's plenty of storage in that bathroom. Talking about the master bathroom, plenty of storage. So everything has a place. I know what to do with everything. So it just quickly goes into the right drawer or the right cabinet. I have like a little basket for the curling irons and hair dryer and then other things go into drawers so um and I think the hairspray would also just goes under the sink but I don't use hairspray all the time just once in a while thing certain situations call for hairspray okay um I grew up in the 80s so but I know in some bathrooms you may have a pedestal sink and not a lot of storage you've got to have somewhere to put stuff so, you know, even just a little basket and setting things aside. Um, in my kids' bathroom slash guest bathroom, I have several boxes and baskets under the sink in that cabinet area. So I typically just put everything in there, even the toothbrush holder and things that are supposed to be on the countertop. Things that I think should be 
on the countertop would be your toothbrushes and toothpaste and a nice little holder, um, some soap, okay, maybe a hand towel if it's not hanging up. Those are things you might keep out. You might just keep out your curling iron or flat iron, but it definitely looks better to put that away. I'll admit between cleaning sessions in my master bathroom, there's typically you know, a flat iron or curling iron there so I can kind of do my bangs. I have to shape my bangs even though it doesn't really look like I curl them per se. I like to quickly shape them just so they hang right. Yes, I have bangs. I, I'm a lifelong advocate of bangs. So anyway, um, let's see. You want to quit storing too much stuff on your countertop if you're guilty of that. But at the same time, we're removing everything, even the stuff that belongs there. That's my point. Oh, in my kid bathroom slash guest bathroom, there is something else besides the toothbrushes and the soap. I have a little dish for small items, and that can come in handy. When I'm expecting guests, I will sometimes put some little hotel soaps and little, you know, little individually packaged products in that dish for my guests but it's also a good place for my teenage daughter to put her bracelet necklace earrings when she's showering things like that it's a good place for tweezers just whatever when you don't have a drawer in your bathroom sometimes a a pretty little dish with a few small items could make things convenient but all that stuff is going to be moved Another thing I've been known to do is just close the lid of the toilet and set things on the toilet. However, I usually like to put some cleaner in the toilet, toilet bowl cleaner, and give at the beginning of a session and give it time to do its work. So another place to set items like the toothbrush holder could be on the back of the toilet tank but you might feel more comfortable getting it out of the bathroom completely or inside of the cupboard. So anyway, once you've cleared everything out of your bathroom, it's time to put some product in the toilet bowl and give that product some time to do its work. Of course, you want to make sure that the bathroom's well ventilated. You, If you have a window, you would open the window. If you don't, you'd at least keep the door open. And of course, never mix two products in your toilet bowl, meaning, you know, putting more than one thing in there because they could have different active ingredients and you could inadvertently mix ammonia with bleach. So that's definitely a safety hazard. Don't do that. So anyway, and I think I did it once. So anyway, I didn't die, but it wasn't good. So I I think it just reminded me of the importance when I, I realized it kind of threw me back. I had to flush the toilet and walk out. Anyway, once you have kind of set the stage to clean, um, it might be time to gather up some cleaning products if you don't keep your cleaning products in the bathroom. I think it's super convenient if you don't need your bathroom to be childproof or something to keep the products in there. Obviously, if you have small children using the bathroom, then you may not be able to do it. But it's you're more likely to do kind of in-between touch-ups 
when you have the products right there. And if you have the storage space for it, super convenient. So when I do put the chemical in the toilet bowl, I also grab the toilet brush and do an initial scrub, but then I leave the chemical in there. Okay, because I want to make sure that the entire toilet bowl is coated, including the area up under the rim. And let's face it, sometimes you have to put on some gloves and really scrub to get that clean. But whether you're scrubbing your toilet bowl by hand or you're doing kind of a light swish with the brush, I recommend doing an initial swish with the brush to make sure that you've coated the entire bowl with that cleaning product. Okay. So let's move on to a different part of your bathroom, which is of course the countertop sink and mirror. I always say countertop. It's also called your vanity, but either way, you know what I'm talking about there. So there are a couple different ways to do this. When you're spraying and wiping down your vanity, sometimes you have you could have a sink where things could be wiped directly into the sink. And sometimes there's kind of a raised rim where it doesn't exactly work that way. So I feel like if you have the kind of vanity where you can wipe things easily into the sink, you would wipe that down first. If you have the other kind, you might scrub your sink in a separate step. I personally use, and just be cleaning your bathroom as I talk. This can't be like an exact step-by-step -step because everyone's bathroom is different. You may have two sinks in the bathroom that you're working in. You may have one but I'm going to just try to talk about the different aspects of cleaning the bathroom. Don't feel pressured to keep up or do exactly what I'm talking about. The point is that you stay in the bathroom and just keep working for the entirety of the episode and your bathroom will be a lot cleaner for it. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. But my sink is white. I typically use something that contains bleach in the sink. Um, and then I typically clean my countertop, faucet, and mirror all with a glass cleaner just because of the type of tile that I have. Um, well, I say that, but I, I do sometimes use a disinfecting wipe on the countertop as well before I shine it up. So anyway, the point is you want to use whatever is going to make your sink, faucets, and mirror shine. I went through a phase a while back, and I think I even talked about it on the show, where I was really big on using a glass and surface cleaner in the bathroom so that I could quickly do the whole sink, mirror, 
vanity area with one product. So that might be something you could do. This show is not telling you one way. This show isn't about telling you one way of doing things. It's about giving you ideas and keeping you focused and also helping you think about things that you may have otherwise not thought about. Um, another thing you might want to do in the bathroom is look up. You may have cobwebs or you may need to literally like clean your ceiling with a dust mop or something. So I'm just throwing that out there. That's definitely not an everyday thing. I mean, with bathrooms, there are things that you would do daily, weekly, and monthly. And I'm trying to talk a little bit about all of them. Um, so be cleaning that sink and vanity and mirror area. I do typically end with the mirror because if I'm scrubbing out the sink, I'm using water and I could splatter something onto the mirror, theoretically. So that's kind of how I do that. But it, there's no right or wrong way of doing that. I was talking about reminding you of doing things that you may not automatically think of. And I just wanted to say this. There's something about not just getting ready for company, but even having a trusted friend or family member kind of look around and let you know what still needs to be done or what the, what they notice. And I realize that not everybody in your life is the person for this job because there are some people who you're kind of cleaning to impress them and you don't want to ask them what's wrong with your house and you'd be offended if they did say something wrong because you feel like they're judgmental or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when somebody like your sister or your mom is like, what's, what's up with this rug? Like, why is this here? <laughs> um, when Jessica was visiting me and we were getting ready for the party, some of you may have heard me talk about this on another episode. I had kind of a, an accent rug per se on the carpet and the tile of the entryway to cover up that transition where the carpet meets, meets the tile. This isn't about the bathroom, but it's just kind of a point I want to make here. And Jessica was like, um, what's, what's up with this rug? It's like, you have too many rugs because there's a rug when you come in, you know, the kind of that indoor floor mat that cuts back on stuff getting tracked in. And then just a little ways from that, there was another rug. So then I was like, well, you know how I have to keep a rug where the, between the kitchen and the living room, I kind of, you know, motioned to it. She's like, yeah, I know about that. I said, cause the carpet's kind of pulling back and it's leaving a gap there and you can feel like carpet nails and stuff. It's a nightmare. Um, that I'm, I feel like it's starting to wear here. So I'm trying to prevent that wear, but I grabbed the car, I grabbed the rug put it in my back bedroom closet and said, I'll move it for the party. Because, you know, in our everyday life, I feel like if we keep walking, it's going to wear that out. Now, eventually I'm going to replace the floors, but I'm buying time right now. Anyway, that's a rabbit trail that has nothing to do with the bathrooms. But my point is sometimes it takes someone else 
to let you know that something doesn't look right because I was so used to seeing that rug I didn't realize that it looked kind of funny and probably shouldn't be there during the party and the the carpet doesn't look that bad underneath it's just I'm trying to prevent it from getting worse if that makes sense so anyway I'm kind of that trusted friend who's telling you about things that you need to do in your bathroom okay and one of them is to look up at the ceiling um, and deal with any problem areas there okay another one is to get down low you've got to either sit down crouch down something but you've got to take your focus down lower for example when you're wiping down the cabinets if you're standing in your bathroom you don't really get a good view of those lower cabinets and realize that maybe you haven't been wiping those down so I'm here to mention that um, let's see another thing that you definitely need to look at in your bathroom are your switch plates outlet covers your door frames the door itself I mean Ideally, you should be disinfecting those. I like to use a disinfecting wipe, but you can use a disinfectant on a rag or however you do things. Um, but yeah, and it, it's not just for the disinfecting aspect. I mean, visually, if you have kids, especially, you know, their dirty fingerprints. When I had a house that had white cabinets in the bathroom, I found out that I was getting my makeup from my fingers on the drawers and I ended up wiping them down kind of on a regular basis but when your your drawers or your cabinets are not white sometimes you don't notice things like that but you do still need to wipe that so hopefully by now you have dealt with your vanity area it might be time to turn your attention back to the toilet and just finish the job there and sometimes I give the the toilet another scrub the toilet bowl another scrub at this point put the brush back in the holder but don't flush it because there's really no hurry to flush it until somebody needs to use the restroom so the longer you let that stuff sit the better in my opinion and I've even read an article before about putting toilet bowl cleaner in your toilet before you go to bed so that it can sit overnight you know if if your toilet has some serious discoloration or you've waited too long um, another step in cleaning your toilet bowl if you don't have time to let a product sit for hours or overnight is to clean that water line with a pumice stone you know or any discoloration whether it's the water line or up under the rim of the toilet get that toilet bowl clean make it shine and then of course you're going to turn your attention to the exterior parts of the toilet okay um, you're going to wipe down the seat behind the seat you know all around there you're gonna do the entire toilet bowl you're gonna get down on the floor wipe the base of the toilet the floor around it the wall behind it 
Don't just think, well, the floor is a different step. Yeah, it is, but is your mop really going to reach all these areas effectively? Probably not. So that's, that's an area that you're most likely going to need to clean by hand. Okay, and then you may want to scrub out a bathtub or shower at this point. I do that sometimes on the outside, but sometimes I like to clean my bathtub or shower while I'm literally in there, okay? Like during a shower or as I'm draining the bathtub and getting out of it. Those are the times. That's where keeping products in the bathroom might come in if you're able to keep products in your bathroom because you might just on a leisurely day, not when you're rushing out the door, but on a leisurely day when you have time, extra time in the bathroom, you know, you may want to scrub out your bathtub or shower at that time. But sometimes you want to do it without getting in. Okay, now would be the time to do that but I'm really only going to give you a few minutes for that. So I would say either clean your bathtub or shower or do some more of these bonus chores, we'll call them. Um, another thing you might want to do in your bathroom is organize your cabinets, just kind of tidy those up maybe remove empty boxes or containers, remove empty shampoos, conditioners from the tub or shower. I mean, even when you're not going to scrub or if you're not going to scrub, um, you still want to declutter those areas. What about washing your shower curtain and liner? Maybe you want to take those to the laundry room. What about cleaning your toothbrush holder? Maybe you want to take that, that to the kitchen and run it through the dishwasher or hand wash it, or maybe just give it a quick rinse for now. Maybe you want to, and obviously I can talk way faster than you can do these things. This is kind of a pick one moment. So you're going to pick, pick a deep cleaning task that needs to be done. Maybe you need to clean out your drains. We have one of those tools that you stick down to pull hair out of the drains it's kind of a gross bonus chore, but it needs to be done at times, especially if you have a lot of people with long hair showering and bathing um, or even getting hair in the sink. What about just stocking your bathroom? Refilling your soap dispensers, making sure you have plenty of toilet paper and other supplies. Hang up fresh, clean towels. I'm going to give you a few more minutes in case you are scrubbing out a bathtub or shower. I realize I don't usually include that in the bathroom cleaning sessions. My kids might kind of made a joke and said that one of their guests, when we were planning for the party, they made a joke and said one of their guests had said something one time that that's how he can, the way he can tell if a family is clean is that he always checks their bathtub. They actually just told me this as a joke while I was cleaning the bathroom, but I started scrubbing the bathtub like crazy at that point and then realized it, it was a joke, but 
obviously I still needed to scrub, <laughs> scrub the bathtub. But, you know, when you're having company, you can just shut that curtain if you didn't have time to really detail your bathtub or shower. Let's face it, you know, when you, you don't have overnight guests, they're probably not going to see that unless somebody is so paranoid that they're like, I've got to check behind the curtain to make sure nobody's hiding in there. But yeah, a kid's birthday party is not that wild of a party that you're going to just find someone in the bathtub. But I did scrub that bathtub just to be safe. Probably the, the only real embarrassing part of my house during the party is my back was my backyard just because it, it needs, it definitely needs some attention. We've kind of let things go in the backyard as far as weeds and, you know, a little bit of other clutter too. I did have one of the kids sweep the back patio, but the yard was kind of a disgrace, but I, I definitely feel like the inside of my house, my front yard are more important than the backyard. And we live in an area where some people do have kind of a natural landscape in the backyard. Um, you know, uh, just kind of the natural desert landscape because it, it would take a lot of water to maintain a lawn in the backyard. We did that for a while. But, it, you know, the ground is really sandy, really rocky. And I think you ideally have to bring in a lot of dirt. But that's a whole nother, whole nother topic. And keep in mind that cleaning your bathtub or shower is not an all or nothing proposition. Sometimes you're going to go deeper than others. Because there's so much you could do in a bathtub or shower to just really detail it. That's kind of beyond the scope of this episode. I'm trying to keep the episode to just 30 minutes. You could possibly leave some products in the bathtub or the shower as a visual reminder to do some more cleaning next time you're in there. But it's time to recover, meaning let's put everything back where it goes, except for those mats, and then let's end by cleaning the floor and of course you want to kind of clean your way out when you're out of a room when you're cleaning the floor you may need to sweep and then mop or if you're like me you may like to clean your bathroom floor by hand I for sure do that every time in my kid bathroom slash guest bathroom because when you have a small bathroom it is easy to just get down on your hands and knees and with either a rag and some cleaner or the pad that you buy for your Swiffer mop, you know, that wet pad or disinfecting wipes, whatever you use. But that wet pad for the mop works really well because obviously it's designed to clean the floor. And the way I do it is I will start wiping the floor, if I've already cleaned around the toilet, I'll kind of wipe where the floor meets the bathtub and kind of, you know, work my way out of the bathroom from there. But I am cleaning the baseboards in the same step. So if you're down there with a, a you know, a pre-moistened pad like that, wipes, a rag, whatever you're doing, you clean the baseboards too. Baseboards and bathrooms are notoriously grimy, especially if you have people that do use hairspray. I feel like it kind of gets onto the baseboards and then causes the dirt to stick. 
I don't know, but I've said this before, when a guest is sitting on your toilet, they have nothing better to do than to look at your baseboard across from the toilet. So that's the motivation there. Um, my bathroom does need a sweep in the master bathroom before mopping because there's kind of a large area. There's dual sinks and there's kind of a large area there. But the little bathroom stall is a small area where I can just clean the floor by hand because it's kind of hard to get around the toilet with the broom, as I mentioned earlier. And of course, once you get done cleaning your bathroom floor, you may need to let it dry or maybe you dried it kind of in the same step as, you know, mopping. Maybe you wiped it down with a towel afterward. Um, once, you know, you're done, of course, you're going to want to replace things like your bath mats and your wastebasket then you might want to reward yourself with a pretty finishing touch, maybe a strategically placed candle or some other decoration just from another part of your house. I don't like to put a lot of decorations in the bathroom, especially not on the countertops, but sometimes if you have like a large countertop area, you know, you might want a little decoration in the corner or in the middle of it between the two sinks. I definitely like to, cleaning is its own reward, but I like to kind of sweeten the pot by adding a finishing touch afterward, because that's kind of the fun part, the staging. You know, staging a bathroom could include a cute decoration or a candle or something like that. While you're finishing up, I'll just leave you with a quick thought on decorating. In bathrooms, you don't want any type of framed picture that's behind glass because, you know, the moisture can damage that, you know, whether it's a framed print or picture. So the way I decorate bathrooms is with things like wooden plaques or just wooden pictures. In my bathroom above the bathtub there's a there's a window to the side but then there's also just a wall that's straight ahead of me when I'm in the bathtub where I would be looking I have this large wooden it's a framed wooden picture per se but the entire thing is wood it ha- it has painted on it like a heart and it says love sweet love but then there's a raised frame around it but the entire thing is wood so it's definitely moisture safe you know relatively you know it's it's moisture safe and yeah because it's painted wood in my master bathroom I have kind of a love theme in the bathroom stall there's another wooden picture that says love always I think it's just a heart and then always or something Yeah, I can't remember because I'm not in there right now. And then I have that big love, sweet love picture. So my bathroom colors are gray and red, gray, red, and black. And it's a love theme. So yeah, that's kind of fun. My kid's bathroom, the colors aren't really set in stone because I'm using a gray shower curtain and I have kind of a gray, gray and brown wall decor. So really, I could use any towels 
Lately, I've just been buying all gray towels and putting them in both bathrooms. But if I get bored, I could get some colorful towels and do a pop of color there. That's another fun thing. If your bathroom's kind of neutral, you can easily change colors in there with the towels and little knickknacks. So hopefully you cleaned your vanity area, your toilet, maybe a bathtub or shower, the floor, put everything back together. Special thanks to my financial supporters who support the show on Patreon or via an Apple podcast subscription that's kind of been down just due to me not being that tech savvy and making some mistakes along the way when getting that set up. But by the time you hear this, it could be up and running. But you can always um, check out the episode notes or the show notes for a link to supporting the show on Patreon. There's even a link for advertising on the show. Don't forget to follow us on the Facebook page, Clean With Me Podcast. You can also visit our website, cleanwithmepodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. It helps us when you just listen to the show. And as always, happy cleaning. We'll talk to you in the next episode. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble.